0: All right, let's turn in the Word of God, the Word of God, Psalm 20. Psalm 20, let's uh, turn there in the Word of God. Psalm 20, in the Word of God, we'll read the whole psalm. Psalm 20, verses 1 through 9 in the Word of God say this. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice, Selah. Grant thee according to thine own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. We will rejoice in thy salvation and in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petitions. (coughs) Now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Verse 9, save, Lord, let the King hear us when we call. Let's pray again. (coughs) Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you again through the blood and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And again, we praise you, glory in you. And Lord, I'm glad we can celebrate the day the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Lord, our desire is to behold His glory, the glories of the only begotten Son, He that is full of grace and truth. Lord, we want to behold Him, we want to lift up Him and brag on Him and boast in Him and rest in Him and abide in Him and lean on Him. Cast all our cares upon Him. Lord, I pray for those that have sickness among us. Lord, we think of (laughs) the Muxlows tonight. We think of Sister Diane Baruch. We think of Sister Sherry. I think of Sister Judy and just others. God with physical need. Lord, please touch them. Uh, Lord, we thank you that uh, Sonny could be here tonight. And I just pray, Lord, you continue to touch uh, <laughs> Sonny physically in every area. And uh, Lord, what a, just a, a blessing uh, uh, to see him and uh, others, dear God, uh, that we've prayed for. Lord, thank you uh, that they're here tonight. And Lord, again, be with those that are sick, be with those that are traveling. Lord, you know the needs and the burdens that are upon hearts tonight. Lord, I pray, God, that they would just rest in your faithfulness. Lord, I pray if by chance there's somebody here tonight that's not saved or somebody listening that's not saved. Oh, Lord, that the Holy Spirit of God and the word of God would convict that heart, open that heart, draw that heart. That even tonight they would repent of their sins and put their trust in the shed blood, death, burial and resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ. lest they die in their sin and go to hell. Lord, please work in those hearts. And Lord, those of us that uh, are saved, uh, dear God, I pray you knit our hearts together in love. Help us to be the local church that you'd have us to be. And again, Lord, we give you all praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we read Psalm 20. Uh, of course, uh, this psalm, now we, we did Psalm 21 not too long ago, which is the psalm after the battle. And this is the psalm that they would sing before the battle, right? When they faced many a foe with strong weapons and innumerable hosts of soldiers. But they said, when we go into battle, our banner will simply be in the name of the Lord. I want to look on that thought tonight, the name of the Lord. You see that mentioned uh, several times in this psalm. And they said it is by his all-powerful name. Right? The Almighty, the Most High God, the God who is righteous and holy and judges sin, that our enemies are defeated. Right? It's not in our strength. So, as we'll see, I believe it's in verse 1, verse 5, verse 7. It talks about the name of the Lord. We'll look at that. But let me read this, of course. Christmas, let me read this from Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Again, say this in the word of God, of course, talking about the birth of Jesus, which we are celebrating. It says this, Matthew 118. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with a child of the Holy Ghost. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken to the Lord by the prophet, saying, verse 23, behold, a virgin shall be with child. Who knows what verse that is? Who knows what verse? Don't look, don't look, huh? Right, Isaiah seven fourteen. very good. Right, behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name, here it is, Emmanuel, they sang that, which is being interpreted, what? God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. Verse 25, and knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. So, we're talking about that name, the name of the Lord. Now, here we see at least three names mentioned, if you will. In verse 18, it said, the birth of Jesus Christ, right? And we know Christ means what? The anointed, the anointed, the Messiah. Right? He is the anointed. Remember, Christ is not his last name. Amen? Christ is who he is. Christ is his position. He is the Christ, the anointed, the Messiah. And then we saw Jesus, right? Which, of course, means Jehovah is salvation or Savior. And then Emmanuel, which, of course, it tells us what that means. God with us. And they just sang a song about that. God with us. So think about those names. Think about those names. Now, of course, we look at this psalm and we said it's a psalm before you go into battle. So here, uh, David is getting ready to, to go into battle. And he wants, before he goes into battle, he wants God to know what he's trusting in and what he's not trusting in, right? What he's trusting and what he's not trusting in. And so he says in verse 7 Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Right, the the Lord of course desires for us to know Him, and He reveals Himself to us right uh, through His name and the attributes right that you find in His name. He like He, he has many names. Let me give you Isaiah nine six, which also talks about uh, the birth of Christ. Isaiah nine six says this: For unto us a child is born a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called. Here's some more names. Wonderful. Isn't he wonderful? Wonderful counselor, right? You need some counseling tonight, right? You need some counseling. Well, Hey, go to the Lord. He knows how to counsel you through his word. He knows how to counsel you through his Holy spirit, the mighty God. Hey, doesn't matter what you're facing tonight. You have a mighty God that is there for you and working on your behalf. The everlasting father he said well it says the son is given then it calls him the everlasting father of course he's god right he's the trinity right we have the trinity and so he's all, not only the son he's the everlasting father and the prince of peace and boy, this world, you know, they're talking about peace. Well, we need to have peace here. We need to have peace there. There is no peace outside of the Prince of Peace. The only way for a person to have peace is to put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. He brings peace to the heart. And the only way the world can have peace, right, is, right, to turn things over uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the one of peace. So we must know God by his names and claiming his name Amen. I like this. Claim his name will keep you from shame. Amen. So my little poem there, Sister Judy's not here, but all right. But claim his name will keep you from shame. So when we read the 20th uh, Psalm, the Bible says, of course, uh, the Lord will look at that. And of course, when we see the Lord uh, completely capitalized, we know what that means, Jehovah. And it says we will remember the name of the Lord our God. And of course, God is Elohim. And so his names are important. So this psalm talks about warfare. The psalm speaks of a battle, right? And of course, before the armies march into the fight, they sing this battle song. And they're saying, we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Now, of course, here it talks about uh, uh, Jehovah, and it talks about Elohim, and it gives these great names of God in the context here. But of course, we know, right, in the New Testament, we know there's a power in the name of Jesus, we'll see that, and in Emmanuel. So we trust in the name of the Lord. And When we face every foe, when we fight every battle, when we enter every warfare, we must simply trust in the name of our Lord, claiming that name. So we face, the, of course, we face the enemies of the world, Right? We face the world system as believers. And so, uh, of course, this world, they like to deify men or a man, and then they try to humanize God, right? They get everything, they get everything backwards, right? They teach, right? The, the theory of what? Evolution, right? They teach a theory as truth, right? Like that's the truth. And then they take truth and try to make it like it's somebody's theory or somebody's eye. Dear, right? Well, we're going to stick with what God says. You know, God, God knows. I mean, he was there, right? I, mean, I know these scientists think they're smart, right? You heard about the scientists that finally figured, out, they finally figured out how to create something. So they challenged God to a contest. Can you imagine that? They challenged God to a contest. So uh, God says, all right, well, let's, uh, let's meet at this spot and uh, we'll, we'll see what you got there. Well, they showed up with a big truck full of dirt. God looked at them and said, get your own dirt. He said, get your own dirt. Right. He's the one that made this world. We know that and we believe that. And so when we're going into warfare. Right. God wants us to be prepared for that. And so he gave us a weapon. He gave us many weapons. But one of the weapons he gave us. Well, we know he gave us the sword of the spirit. Right. We know he gave us prayer. Right. But when but when we where does the sword of the spirit lead us? It leads us to Jesus. Where does prayer lead us? It leads us to Jesus. So we see the the real weapon of our warfare, right, is in the person and name of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. So we need to know God again by his name and ask him, do you know? Do you know him? Not just know his name, but do you know the person of that name, the Lord Jesus Christ personally? That's what's important. And we go into battle, we need to know that. And we need to understand as believers, it's by His all-powerful name, right? We know He's the Almighty. We know He's the Most High God. We know He's the God who is righteous and holy and judges sin. And when we put our trust in Him, our enemies are (laughs) defeated. So quickly, look at verse 1. We'll see where it mentions name. Verse 1 says, "...the Lord hear thee in the day of trouble." The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Now, notice that statement. The, the Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. Well, you know, here, here's, a good, here's a good question. I mean, you're going into battle, right? Or, or you personally, bring this down to your level, you're facing something in your life Question, are your prayers getting through? I mean, if David, he, right, if you take it in context and David's leading into battle, you would know what? They would know that David's right with God. They would know that David's prayers are getting through. Hey, hey, David, hey, uh, 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 Joab, you're getting ready to lead us into battle. We just have one question before we go into battle Are your prayers getting through? <laughs> hey, listen, when trouble faces my way, right, you know what? I want my prayers to get through. But you know what? When I get that phone call, I've gotten a lot of phone calls the last couple of weeks of people in great need. And you know what? You know what? They're they may not say it when they call me. But you know what? Somebody's really thinking when they call me, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call pastor. I hope his prayers are getting through. Hey, when I call somebody, you know what? I want to know that their prayers are getting through. I want to know that they believe in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to know that they believe in the person of Jesus Christ. I want to know that they believe the word of God. I want to know that they're doing what they should be doing, right? I want to know that their prayers are getting through. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. So that's a good question, right? If somebody were to call you tonight, are your prayers getting through? Are you in touch with the Lord? That is what people want to know about their leaders and about those they're looking to for guidance in times of trouble. But we must ask ourselves again the same question. Are our prayers getting through? Notice it says the God of Jacob. It's funny how sometimes you're reading and God will switch between the name Jacob and the name Israel. Well, he says the God of Jacob. Again, notice uh, it says in verse one, the Lord hear the name of the God of Jacob. Why did they use the name of Jacob instead of Israel? Well, they probably realize they need mercy from God. See, when you think of Israel, what do you think of? You think of what? The prince of peace, the one that has power with God. But when you think of Jacob, you think of that old subplanner right? You think of that one who doesn't necessarily have everything, right? So he needs God's mercy. You see, he needs God's mercy. Jacob represented, what did Jacob represent? He represented somebody who was undeserving. He represented somebody that was undeserving. And you know what? <laughs> Boy, listen, when I'm in need, sometimes I go before God and say, God, I, 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 listen, I know I don't deserve your mercy. I know I don't deserve your love. Lord, I know You should, I don't deserve that you should do anything for me. I don't deserve that you should do anything th- uh, uh, through me. Lord, I, sometimes I feel like Israel, but today I'm sort of feeling like Jacob. I sure wish you'd have mercy on me. I'm calling out for the name of right, the God of Jacob, that he would have mercy on me on me. Jacob represented the undeserving one. You know what he was saying? God, look past my faults and see my needs. Amen. Who knows that song? Oh, I love that song. Hey, somebody sing that song. I haven't heard that song in so long, but I remember the first time I heard it. Sister Williams, the church I got saved, and Sister Williams got up and sang that song, and I said, "Whoa, my goodness, that is a song. Lord, look past my faults and see my needs. That's what Jacob has Amen. to say. Right. And boy, sometimes when we something comes our way and boy, we just we feel like, man, I wish I'd have been doing better. I feel so unworthy. But God, would you look past my faults and see my needs? Lord, please have mercy on Jacob. The God of Jacob. Is the one who loves despite our faults and our failures. Now, we don't boast in our faults and our failures, but we're honest that we know that we have them. And so thank God. Right? When we have faults and failures, when we're messing up or whatever the case may be, we can call out and claim the name of the God of Jacob and claim, amen, that name to help us out. Verse five says, we will rejoice in thy salvation. And then here it is. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petitions. Now, notice that word banners. I like that. We're thinking military. I like to think military, right? They're going into batter. They're waving uh, those banners. I, when I was in the uh, basic training, I got to be the guide on bear. Man, I thought that was a big deal. And I enjoyed it Till one day we were going on a range. I think it was the 203 range, right? And I was trying to be cool and I was flipping that thing and I was doing this and I was doing that. And all of a sudden I hit a dead limb right? I don't know how. Why is everything happening to me? And that limb fell on the my guys behind me. It wasn't some big heavy limb. All of a sudden, I had five, about four or five drill sergeants around me going, Stuart, your buddies just got injured. You think that's funny when your buddies get injured? You need to do a push-up for every one of your buddies. Now, listen, I had my rucksack on. Your weapon couldn't touch the ground. The guidon couldn't touch the ground. And listen, I don't got big arms, man. I, listen, I could do setups all day back then, but push-ups, right? And I was and they're all, come on, Stuart. Man, I didn't want that banner, right, to touch the ground. And of course, when I got up, I stood tall. And you know me, I had to say something smart. Amen. I'll never forget what I said. I got up and I stood up and I said, thank you, Sergeant, for conditioning my body. Feel free to do so anytime. I was dying on the inside, but I couldn't let them know it. Amen. Listen, those banners are a big deal in the military. Those banners are a big deal. They, 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 they distinguish something, right? When you, when you fly that banner, it is a display of loyalty and commitment. Of loyalty and commitment, right? When you, when you have a, the same banner, that's why a flag's so important, Amen. right? That's why I'm proud. Hey, I'm an American. I'm not ashamed of the American flag, right? It shows my loyalty. To something, Right, right. We sing that song, right, raise, right, the word of God. I'm not afraid to show the word. It shows my loyalty to something. It's a banner. It's a display of loyalty and commitment to the Lord for his victories. It's a display that showed the strength and glory of an armor. Boy, when you're in the military, and you got that guy on, you got all those streamers down there, right? You got all those streamers hanging from the banner. It's a big thing. Well, it was then too. This references... The name of the Lord who revealed himself. That's what it's talking about here. Notice what it says in verse 5. We will rejoice in thy salvation in the name of our God. We will set our banners. Where well, we set them in the name of our God. This this references the God who revealed himself. And certainly, what are we celebrating today? That God revealed himself. Right? Christ came, Emmanuel, God with us. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glories of the only begotten Son of God, right? Full of grace and truth. Today we're celebrating the God that revealed himself in a little manger. That is what we celebrate today. The God that revealed himself. And you know what? That God that revealed himself, that babe that revealed himself, thou shalt call his name Jesus. He had a name. And I trust in that name. I trust in the name of the God that revealed himself. I trust in that name. And what a wonderful name it is. So that's why John 14, 9, Jesus said this. He that has seen me hath what has seen the father. You've seen me, you've seen the father, right? I'm the God that revealed myself. And so, what a wonderful thing that is! But let's finish up here with verse seven. Right? It's a great verse. I remember claiming this verse one time. Whenever I would go on an exercise after I got saved in the military, I always had a verse that I claimed, and this is one of the verses. We were out. We had, we, were, we were training on the Bradleys, and we if if we all shot. I've told you the story before. If we all shot superior, we were going to be the first battalion in the army <coughs> with the Bradleys to shoot uh, superior. Remember I tell you a story? And I was the last one to go, right? But we all shot superior. And this was my verse for that, right? Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we shall remember the name of the Lord our God. If I quote the right verse seven, look at that. Now, look, <coughs> but I want you to, I do want to give you a side note here. Just as a side note, look at this verse again. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Just a side note here. His trust was not in the chariots and horses. We would say maybe today the tanks and the Bradleys and the Howitzers. But though his trust wasn't in those, he still had them. Let's just make note of that for the passive people out there and people that think, you know, uh, 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 Christians that way. Though their trust wasn't in those things, they still had them, right? Because... God wants, I mean, a military. He gives he, country, right? And so it's right that America should have a strong military. It's right that a nation that loves God should have a proper military, but that is not where their trust is. Those should just be tools in the hands of the people that are trusting God for a victory when they go against their foe. And you can take that into other areas as well. This verse shows the nation's military power and power And strategic power was essentially linked. This is important. Their military power and their strategic power was essentially linked with the nation's moral and spiritual power, as it should be. Now, listen, thank God that we have a strong military. But if we're trusting as a nation in our military alone, we're doomed. If that strong military isn't linked to a people of strong faith, if that military isn't strength, isn't linked to a strong people that are trusting in the person and name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and for God to turn this nation back to God, well listen, we can have all the greatest military might in the world, and listen, the 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 the, the if you if you the weakest nation, if you will, could defeat us if if God allowed it. So we better make sure, thank God. I love the, the military. I'm proud that I was in the military. I'm proud for you that are in the military. I'm proud to have a son-in-law uh, in, the, in, in the military, right? I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that, right? All right? I said military. He gets, he's at stage where he gets confused, right? I'll explain it later, brother. Google it, Google it, right? But our trust, I thank God. I, I love our military, but... Our trust for this nation is in the name of Jesus Christ and the person of Jesus Christ. That's where our trust is. We must learn to engage the enemy in the name, spirit, and power of the name of Christ. Now, let me give you some good verses that talk about the name of God quickly. First Chronicles 17, 24. Let it even be established that thy name may be magnified forever. Psalm eight nine, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Psalm 18, 49, therefore will I give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen. And what? Look, and sing praises unto thy name. Yes. Sing praises unto thy name. So let me say this, those that make God and his name their praise will make God and his name their trust. Psalm 44, 5 says this, through thee will we push down our enemies. Look at this. Through thee. Amen. Thank God we got horses and chariots. But through thee will we push down our enemies. Through thy name yes. we will tread them under that rise up against us. Hey, listen. Hey, whatever, whatever airplane they got now, that F-16, that F-22, listen, flying in front of that, amen, better be the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Better be the name of Jesus Christ. Psalm 1013, look, for whosoever what shall call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know we are trusting in his finished work, but I may may I say this? There's just something about that name. Boy, there's another good song. Hey, I heard that somebody sing that, right? We need somebody sing it. There's just something about that name. The name. Of Jesus Christ. Exodus 27, here's what the Lord thinks about his name Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. And may I say this God takes his name serious. And when he says take it in vain, that does not just mean using a bad word. People think only if you use a bad word you're taking his name. In vain. No, you know what that also means? It also means if you're claiming his name but not living the lifestyle. If you're throwing that name around, but you're not living the lifestyle, you may never use that bad word, but by your bad example, you are taking the name of the Lord in vain. Let me remind you of that. But in 1 Samuel 17, David showed us we can claim victory even before the battle. If we go in His name, let me give you this verses. As David was getting ready to fight Goliath, he said this in 1 Samuel 17:43 through 45. And the Philistine said to David, "Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves?" And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Notice that plural. And the Philistine said to David, "Come to me, and I will give thy flesh and the fowls of the air and to the fe- beasts of the field." Here's what David says. Then said David to the Philistine, thou comest to me with a sword and a spear and a shield. Oh, you've got your chariots, you've got your horses. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast to fight. Oh, you might be big and you might have this and you might have that. But I've got something that is not in your arsenal. The name of the Lord. We've got something. We look at the world and we see him doing this and that. But listen, we've got something in our arsenal that the world doesn't have. And that's power Amen. in the name and person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Power in the name of Emmanuel, God with us. Power in the name of Jesus Christ. We have that. They don't have it. Even in Christ's prayer of John 15, 17, he mentioned emphasizing God's name. John 17, 6 says, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they wore, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. And I have declared unto them, verse 26, thy name, and will declare it. Boy, don't be, Jesus wasn't ashamed to declare the name, and you, as a representative of Jesus Christ, don't be ashamed to declare the name. I will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them also, and I in them, So as we celebrate the birth of our Lord, let us also celebrate the name that was given to him. Thou shalt write Jesus the Christ. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Well, you're about to see, Emmanuel, when you look in those, that sweet little baby's face, you are seeing God with us. There was power in that person and there's power in that name. As we walk out these doors and we face life at the end of this year and in the coming year, let us remember as we go before in battle, wave your banner high and claim the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let us ask ourselves, what am I doing to honor the name of Jesus? Am I doing things to lift up the name of Jesus in my personal life, in my home life, as a church, We must be honoring and lifting up and trusting in the name of Jesus. Let's pray.